0: Hey, welcome to the Protectors. Great show today, if I must say so myself, because I have excellent guests. Always have excellent guests on a show, but today is a special one. Today is about Boot Campaign they are out there working on mental health issues for our soldiers sailor airmen everybody that served that has issues right now what's wrong with that nothing but they're doing something different instead of handing out a t-shirt they're putting their words to the mouth and they are doing it so without further ado let's let's bring on everybody oh and my awesome co-host Alicia is back Alicia you're back yeah. what's going on hey, Shelly, Jason great thanks Alicia. for joining me
1: Thanks for having
0: us. I should say thanks for joining us. It's great having Alicia <laughs> in the in the, uh, in the works.
1: I noticed you left off uh, Marines. I didn't know if that was coincidental just because Jason's young or what.
0: <laughs> uh, believe me. Believe me. Jason is going to talk about the Marines. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind we're going to hear about the Marines. I love the Marines. Um, That's right. Awesome, Branch. As long as you don't start well. us. <laughs> yeah, as, as long as there's no barking at this army, right. army.
2: I'm not a barker. <laughs>
0: no, no like knife. More. Oh, where's that no knife? knife hand? There it is. Hey, so great to have you both on today. And before we jump into the story about what Boot Campaign is and everything, Shelly, Jason, I'm going to go with you first, Shelly. If you can give us kind of like the 30,000 foot overview of who you are. um and yeah, tell the audience and especially throw something out America's most wanted. I saw some at a producer on that. So let's hear it, Shelley.
1: Yeah. So thank you so much again for having us. Um, I am so honored to be here with y'all and appreciate your service um, so much. I um, am not a veteran, um, but I do have family members that have served. And I just consider myself a passionate patriot who is committed to giving back to the military community. And I was so fortunate to be introduced to uh, several post-9-11 veterans here in the Dallas area um, while I was working at a brain research institute and really became passionate about making sure that the military community, both uh, veteran and active duty, as well as their families and caregivers, are really taking care of um, their brain and mental health. Um, so... That's sort of the 30,000 foot view. Um, yes, I did spend about four years in Washington, D.C. Uh, as a producer for America's Most Wanted and um, got to ride alongside and work with some of the best uh, law enforcement officers out there. So um, I would say law enforcement and military are definitely two of, uh, two groups that I care a lot about and want to make sure that they're taken care of well.
0: And now, Jason. One thing about Jason is (laughs) he is a veteran U.S. Marine.
3: Is that my is that my cue? It's my my
0: turn.
3: Yes, I I, uh, was in the Marine Corps. I enlisted in two thousand and three. Deployed to Iraq in two thousand and four to two thousand and five as an infantryman. Um, After coming back, I uh, spent. 10 years in law enforcement during that time. Um, I started a business that, uh, in the process of doing so, uh, was searching out, um, nonprofits that I wanted to support with that business. And that's what actually led me to, uh, learning about the boot campaign and, uh, getting involved with them. Um, so, uh, between the, the, the law enforcement and, um, Service as a Marine one thing that drew me to the boot campaign and their mission and, and what we'll learn more about um, as uh, the interview goes on and, and what they're doing what uh, what I'm so excited about with the work being done is that I know that it's going to benefit not just veterans but those in the law enforcement uh, community as well um, and you know some of the things that you've alluded to um, with the treatment so.
0: Well, and that's going to, you know, as a nonprofit, one of the hardest possible things, and Shelly knows this for sure, is in the PR world is networking and messaging. And, you know, one of the first questions you had during the pre-interview was, how did you find out about us? Well, social media and social media is key nowadays. And everybody's jumping on Instagram and our our TikTok. Everybody's already been on Instagram. And I I could see some, some boot campaign TikToks in the future, but. Overall, it is tough getting the message out there about what the organization does and if it's a legit organization. Now, you have Charity Navigator. Great. But who's looking up Charity Navigator if they don't know what it's about? So if one or, one or both of you guys can explain what is Boot Campaign and why should we support it? I know why I support it. I know why Alicia does. But why should anybody else?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to share about what we do. Um, as you mentioned, you know there are forty-six thousand veteran service organizations across the country that are registered with the IRS. Um, there's probably more than that, but there's the ones um, that we're tracking for tax purposes. And out of that forty-six thousand, um, less than four percent work in a health and wellness category, and less than 1% one percent give a million dollars or more. Um, to address health and wellness issues. And so the campaign is honored to be a part of that niche group um, that is really doing the most that we can um, of the less than 1% to unite Americans to restore the lives of veterans and military families. So we have two main programs. Um, the first and where we spend the bulk of our energy effort and funding is to address what we call the big five issues of veterans and uh, their families, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, chronic pain, addiction, and insomnia. And then um, during the holiday season, we have something called um, a Santa Boot, where we work with three other national nonprofits across the country um, to provide specially curated gift boxes for military families um, who've, who are in need or have been through a difficult time um and so it's really our honor to uh to get to serve these families and whatever means uh necessary to, to serve them uh, so one thing ahead. the one thing that makes us unique is that every everything that we do is individualized to the veteran or the military family so nothing about our programs or our services be it health and wellness or um or santa boots is cookie cutter um, everything is specifically tailored to what that veteran or that family needs. Um, so Jason, your, your treatment or training would be different than J- other Jason's or yours. <laughs> like. Um, so that is something we really pride ourselves on because yeah. we're trying to get the, at the root cause of some of these issues, especially in the health and wellness arena. Um, we don't just want to be throwing pills, um, at, at folks and trying to treat the symptoms we want to, we want to get. Um, to where where it began.
2: Yeah, I think that's super powerful what you said in terms of, you know, not just wanting to throw pills and to really understand what that individual um, veteran or family member is going through because everyone is unique and our, I feel like our mental health and our wellness challenges are unique and I'm really even just curious to see how things have increased for you or what your advocacy has looked like since COVID-19. I know as A mom of two girls when I was already working from home and then I went from working from home and homeschooling um, which is insane (laughs) and so um, and I think for everybody we were really forced or we really forced or had the opportunity to sit at home and with all of our emotions and to really feel everything and a lot of those coping mechanisms that we might have had before whether it's going to the gym or going out with friends didn't exist and so how have you seen your work change and how have you guys really leaned in to help support families during COVID-19?
1: Yeah, thank you for um, that question because it's a huge issue um, I'll, and I'll address it in two ways, right? So from a health and wellness perspective um, month over month we've seen an increase of 300 percent in terms of folks um, applying to our program and so because with, um, the quarantining on self-isolation um, some senses of normalcy were taken away routine was taken away and then in some cases there were job losses um, veterans who are struggling with any of those five issues that i mentioned um, those those symptoms and and those issues can really be exacerbated when when you're dealing um, with a pandemic on top of it. And so we have seen um, a dramatic increase in folks reaching out for help, which is um, great because we are encouraged by the fact that people are raising their hand and asking for help. Um, It's troublesome slightly because I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think we're going to have Um, months and years of seeing the effect of this pandemic on the military population and veteran population. Um, But secondly, from a a fundraising and development standpoint, right, um, we've had to dramatically change how we um, have been going after support, uh, because we can't do it in the traditional ways, um, you know, through events and and meetings and um, that sort of thing. And so we need folks to support us now more than ever, and you can do that easily on our website at bootcampaign.org um, and make a donation that's really going to help us get these virtual programs that we're providing to veterans and their families um, to make a difference in their lives each and every day.
0: And the thing about, you know, with the research you do within this, organ- within your organization, within your nonprofit, it's going to blend over. Into the protector community and a protector community is like the law enforcement, the emergency responders, military veterans, it all melds together eventually.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The bad, you know, it's it, the bad thing about the war is that there have been so many people injured, um, not including killed, but so many people have suffered from TBIs, from brain trauma and bringing all of the stuff back. Whether that's from a a, a, a conus or OCONUS deployment, there's injuries to be studied. Um, that is the only good thing that really comes out of all that stuff is it gives you such a great data point where you could actually do like real data analytics and figure out okay, how can we try to solve this issue with TBIs, brain injuries, and like you said, the top five addiction. It all it all comes from that from our brains, and you guys are taking a a lot of novel approaches to it and can we get into like how did boot campaign become boot campaign and how (laughs) did it like you know that's what i you know hashtag boot campaign is great a lot of a lot of support from you know a lot of the different communities whether that's acting musicians and everyday civilians but how do you how did the organization begin and why the focus directly on actual um getting into the deep, deep issues.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, I do wanna say one thing, and Jason Bourne may know the answer to this question um, better than I do, but there are so many veterans who leave the service and go into the law enforcement community, and I don't know that statistic off the top of my head. So from um, from your statement earlier of saying that this all rolls into one, Um, It really does because people, the protector community, the people who have the the servant heart spirit um, continue to serve um, even when they come home. And so, uh, Jason, I don't know if you know that stat offhand or specifically with your department.
3: I don't know the overall nationwide statistics on it. Um, I do know that in my academy class, when uh, when I was going through, it was at least half of the class was veterans. I think it, I think that's a conservative estimate I think it's probably more but um, it was at least and I can say that out of the class uh, that started also um, all but one of the people that um, quit along the way were not veterans they had <laughs> They had been yelled at before. They had been forced into lots of physical training before. And it was and I think that's one of the things that my assumption draws a lot of people into that service. Uh it's not just the continuing of the service, but it's also there's a lot of familiarity and um the structure and stuff like that. So uh out of the graduates of the class, not just the starters, then definitely it was way over half of the class was veterans.
1: Well, basically, back to your original question about how Boot Campaign started. Uh, We're in our 11th year of existence. We were started by uh, five average Americans who wanted to do something to give back to the military community. Um, They read Marcus Luttrell's book, Lone Survivor, and were moved by his story. Um, And so they thought of a public awareness campaign by getting boots on celebrities and influencers as a way to say thank you um, and a way to get the average American to walk a mile um, in the shoes of the military community. And so what originally started out as just um, a PR campaign really developed into this nonprofit um, because, of course, as soon as it took off and people were seeing the photos they wanted to donate Um, and so we achieved our 501c3 status um, and over the last 11 years have done a whole host of different programs um, but really started focusing on the hidden wounds of war um, in middle of 2016 and that effort um, really was because of marcus's twin brother morgan luttrell who is also a navy seal Um, He had a traumatic brain injury uh, experience when he was in a training accident off the coast of Virginia Beach and um, was thrown from a helicopter. And um, they lost a fellow SEAL um, in that accident. And he, you know, if he was sitting here, he would say, you know, they sent him all over the country to put him back together again so he could deploy um which is how i met him and um because he was within the seal community he received um the best of the best care and he really wanted to provide that quality individualized care um, to any veteran to anybody who laced up their boots and served their country so
2: um
1: that's how we started with the health and wellness program in 2016.
2: that's really awesome i think you know we talk about these um these hidden your big five things that you don't see and i think that sometimes because they're not seen veterans and i can certainly relate to this myself can think that maybe it's not something they need to address um or maybe it's not something they need to focus on so when i got back from afghanistan i had a horrible problem with sleeping i just didn't. i for one i worked a night shift in afghanistan and then i just really never slept and i created this habit of not sleeping which led to just really not taking care of myself and anxiety and a bunch of other things. And when I came back, I thought, you know, I just, I'll get back to work and everything will be fine. And because I didn't have a physical, you know, like a loss of limb or loss of leg or something like I saw so many come back with these types of injuries. I thought that um, my not being able to sleep at night or having anxiety wasn't important and something I shouldn't go and get treatment for. And it really took um, a number of years. In fact, it took to where I was, Um, started my own business and joined Bunker Labs, another nonprofit, where I thought maybe this is something that's affecting and impacting the way I do business. Um, And so I'm curious just to know if you have like a message or unified something that you say to those who are walking around and who look like everyday or average, you know, business leaders, people that you see in the streets who might have something that's impacting them or affecting their families, but they think because it's not visible, I shouldn't receive help for it or um, it's not something worthy of seeking treatment for. Yeah,
1: that, um, that's probably one of the things I'm most passionate about um, is, you know, our mental health as Americans and as, as humans, needs to be taken care of just like we would take care of a a broken arm or a broken leg. Um, You know, I am very open about my own um, journey with post-traumatic stress disorder and, and how, you know, it doesn't, it's not a veteran thing. It's a human thing. Um, And that so many people are dealing with that issue and it's not a label that you are, or a diagnosis that you're going to have to live with forever. It's something that can be overcome and you just, have to take the steps. Um, One thing that we have seen, especially with the military population, is we do a lot of brain imaging on the folks that we work with. And so when we're actually able to show an image of, here is your brain and here is where this issue is manifesting, when they can see it physically, um, it's easier for them to understand and address and, and, you know, the brain is going to grow and change and heal itself over the course of our lifetimes. And so that um, that injury, you know, on a brain scan will not be there forever if you're within the right environment and given the right tools. And so for me, um, making it OK to ask for help, um, making it relatable, making it um, destigmatized so that people understand that this is just something else, just like you, you know, take a zero check every day for your allergies, especially here in Texas, um, you know, going to get uh, psychotherapy or taking, uh, you know, an antidepressant if you need it or an anti-anxiety med if you need it. Um, it's OK. Um, it doesn't make you a lesser or weaker person.
0: Glad you have someone like Jason on board because Jason has the law enforcement experience, but he also has the the deployment experience, the marine experience. Because this the word stigma has been hanging over our heads for decades now. It started well, well before Vietnam, way before World War One, World War II, and everything. It's always been here. We have to tackle that. Having a campaign like Lace Up America is, I like it. You're putting boots on civilians who may not know. They may not have had the opportunity to walk a mile in our shoes or even one step in our shoes. That is an excellent campaign and I love it. Um, feel free, Shelly, Jason to talk about the lace up America. campaign.
3: If I could just touch on the, the stigma part, like you said, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think, um, and to, I feel like there's two sides of it. I think there's, there's uh, for the individual, the thought that, um, you know, somebody else, is has it worse than me somebody else was affected more whatever else and they kind of um you know deal with it because they don't feel like um they're 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 you know i don't want to use the word damage but you know that, that somebody else has it worse and that's who needs the attention um but also i think there's also you know as far as the, the stigma the fear of being labeled is that when you're in the military or law enforcement i mean there's there's absolutely that overhanging uh, fear that that um, by speaking up or speaking out for self health that your career could be over, and uh, I think that's what uh, keeps a lot of people held back and what what is um, definitely holding back people getting help. But um, you know, there's there was somebody that, that the boot campaign help that, you know, I talked to him before he went into the program and he was a army veteran and, and 20 plus years in law enforcement and just had um, from Afghanistan, just had issues that he had not worked through and just bottled away for, for those reasons. Like I just discussed and uh, finally went and got um, help through the boot campaign and, and, and I'll talk to him since. And he's just so grateful for them and the program for uh treating those those issues that he just put on the shelf for years. I mean over a decade just you know because of the stigma.
0: I gotta jump in and tell you though about that stigma and about you know <laughs> these these brain injuries, these this brain trauma, this PTSD PTS, it's not a disorder, uh, everything that happens can it goes on. It doesn't just stop. It could be a decade later, it could be five years later. Then all of a sudden it's there again. You think it's gone, but it's not. And if you don't address it, whether that's through, you know, new novel techniques, that's two same word. I know novel <laughs> techniques and through therapy or through something, it's always going to be there. So, yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing that up, Jason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, feel I mean, I really do want to know about the lace of America, but I, I'm glad you brought up the stigma and that it's here. Let's get rid of it.
3: Yeah. Well, just to touch on with, with lacing up and, and just the whole kind of awareness campaign, it's uh, kind of what drove the the original Boot Girls uh, to to be wearing, you know, lacing up, you know, 11, 12 years ago was um, just the awareness campaign and walking in the shoes. And it's definitely a conversation starter with, if you're in a, a – business attire laced up and some combat boots. Uh, people d- usually want to know why, um, but it's all just, you know, walking in their shoes and uh, just as a, as a show of support. Um, and I'll let definitely let you <laughs> that,
1: You can see some boots back here um, and yeah. there's some on my feet. I won't lift my leg up and do a <laughs> little I love Um you know we uh, we're staying true to the foundation of how Boot Campaign began, which was getting folks um, to lace up their boots and and say thank you. And so we sell boots on our website at bootcampaign.org, and on average, about fifty dollars per sale of boots goes um, direct back to our programs. Um, every boot that we offer is a boot that is worn by military. Um, we have some pretty uh, cool new ones on there that are Altamas um, that are worn by the special operations community. And we even have a limited edition um, 10-year boot that we designed with Altama um, to celebrate, you know, our, our 10-year anniversary last year. So um, would love for folks to, to um, place an order and get their boots. And I wear mine every day, um, you know, wearing them to the grocery store or my kids' school when we were in school <laughs> or church. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, as Jason said, it really does get the conversation started and people are asking what's with the boots. Um, And so it gives us an opportunity to share uh, the soul of the organization and our mission and what we're doing each and every day. So um, we pay particular attention in getting as many um, celebrities and influencers laced up in boots um, in November leading up to Veterans Day. Um, That's our big push where we have Lace Up America Week. Um, but we want people wearing boots each and every day.
0: Yeah, I noticed I the, love uh, that
2: the, so much.
0: I love it too, Alicia. I uh you need to get a pair. I think I on behalf of the to. protectors, I should buy you a pair of
2: <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I, I'm uh, known for wearing a signature white boot. So if I had one of your boots, this would be everything. Oh, be I love it. Fun. Yeah.
0: I like you, it. Guys,
1: you guys could take a photo. I don't know if you guys live close to each other, but um you could take a photo of you, you guys together and we'll share it on social media.
0: We'll we'll oh do some photo shopping. Alicia's on the west no, no. coast and I'm I'm right outside of DC. So okay. <laughs> but I will take a photo and I will get Alicia when when she gets here. Yeah. But yeah, I got and you have like really good boots on there too. I just noticed that. Um and I'm gonna pick up a pair of the Ultimas because I need some for the range. Yeah, so I appreciate that. That's awesome. That's such a cool concept. Yeah, I really appreciate you two joining us today. Time flies whenever we do these podcasts because they're fun. I get to learn something new about you and about great organizations. How can we support you? We know we have hashtag Lace America. Boom. It's (laughs) on the bottom there. Everybody check it out. You're going to see there. Um, And then we also have the bootcampaign.org. But one thing that you said that really kind of hit home was like, if you go to your website and you do these purchases, that money is going to an actual cause. It's not going to, hey, you know what? We're going to buy a t-shirt and send you on your way. No, we're going to work on your brain Mm -hmm. health. And what brain health is more than just a TBI. It's more than PTS. It's everything that's involved with it. You guys are actually doing it. That's what I love about your organization. And that's why I'm here and Alicia's here. We're going to support you through the protectors. And I really appreciate you guys coming on.
1: Thank you for having us. We appreciate the opportunity.
0: And Shelly, I do want to say this. I get a lot of civilians on the show. Um, A protector is also someone that supports the protector community. While you may not have served in uniform, you are still serving our nation and our our nation's warriors and our nation's protectors. So very, I do really want to thank you for that.
1: Thank you so much. That means a lot.
0: And Jason, we know you're a former... I almost There's said a
2: former. I a former, a
0: former marine. marine. you are a veteran Marine and I do want to thank you for your service. And I also want to thank, thank you, you for serving on our streets and protecting our yes. home. You as well. you as well. thank, you.
2: thank you so much.
0: And Alicia, as always, I really appreciate you co-hosting. I love when you're on the show. Um, I love it. Thank you.
2: I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me everyone.